Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. How are you, friend? Doing good. You look sporty. I because I've been playing sports. I came right from rugby. Really? Yes. You've taken up rugby. Yeah. Uh, sevens, nines, or elevens? I don't remember what the different kinds of rugby are called. only sevens and elevens. Shut up! <laughs> no one knows who you are yet. They're going to be upset to hear a voice that they've never heard before. Because everyone downloads podcasts blind. <laughs> <laughs> and you interrupted. What I, we, Jesse's going to ask, okay, this was going to be fucking hilarious. Here's what you interrupted. Uh-huh. Yeah. Jesse, ask me again about the rugby numbers. Hey, Jordan. Yes. And I want to be, hold on a second, Jordan. <laughs> sure. Keep your fucking mouth shut, Dave. <laughs> this is... Uh, I said, shut the fuck up, Dave! Jimmy part is nicer. <laughs> Jordan. Yes. What kind of rugby? Sevens, nines, elevens? Only 69s, dude. <laughs> <laughs> See? Up top, my brother. Ba-boom. <laughs> That's what Jimmy Pardo says. That's what Jimmy Pardo says when someone says that number. Mm-hmm. Which is a sexual number. Oh, yeah. Do you guys like that for sex? 69? 69? Yeah. Has anyone successfully 69 before? Or def- define success. <laughs> I mean. Wait, guys. Yes and yes. 69 is great. <laughs> I don't really know how the different how it works. I think it's a height. I think you have yeah, to have I, Yeah, no, you have to be of comparable like when height I, to when the I partner. When I was dating George Murazon, it was, <laughs> it was horrible. So inconvenient. <laughs> Yeah, I guess it's a really a matter of matching torsos. Sure, yeah. And, yeah, your genitals have to line up. Mm-hmm. That's, you know? that's No, that, your genitals that's line sex. up for the other thing. But, I mean, it's important for... For standard. It's more important that the genitals line up for 69ing. Because With the mouth. I think it just... Oh, yeah. with the mouth. <laughs> Got it. Because otherwise it's yeah. going right in your trachea. <laughs> 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 Luckily, I've been a smoker my whole life, and I have one of those awful holes. Yeah, led sixty nine. You just show you show up at the uh, happy at- birthday, honey. <laughs> you can stick it in my smoke hole. Oh boy, this is vulgarer than usual. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say that you show up at the emergency room, and you're like, oh, and they're like, what happened? And you're like. Pussy in the trachea. <laughs> I caught a pussy in my trachea. These are all problems. That's what's listen. That's, that's I th- a Drake lyric. <laughs> <laughs> uh, our guest, by the way, but just by the way, mm-hmm. consult. Your, by the way, consult your doctor before sixty nine. <laughs> yeah, please make sure you've got the proper health and ask him if that purple pill is right for you. Mm-hmm. Which one is that? I don't know. They don't. They won't tell you. Yeah. Could be anything. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Uppers, downers, left, right. Do you, just, do you maybe have, just a nice gummy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you have thrills here? Those gum that tastes like soap? Is that, a, oh. is that a Canadian thing? No. You know what? Or did I'm, someone mail you something? I'm once? aware of this gum. Should, can we say who our guest is? Never. Our guest is our good friend, mm-hmm. our brother from another podcast mother, the host of Stop Podcasting Yourself, Canada's multi-time best-winning podcast. True. <laughs> That's what it says right on the T-shirt. <laughs> we don't sell a lot. Mr. David Shumka. Hi there. Welcome. Hi, Dave. Welcome me. Welcome to Los Angeles. Thank you. Uh, I've had some of this gum. Uh-huh. 
So back when you guys were doing the Eat Stuff show. Uh, oh. Brian and Lindsay will totally eat that. I ran into some nice fans mm-hmm. who gave me some Canadian soap gum and said, they said, give this to Jesse for the Eat That show. And I forgot. But I didn't. <laughs> I chewed it on myself because I got kind of into the soap gum. <laughs> this is my official apology for not you know, delivering the soap gum. I think you guys were probably not producing. You guys made those all in like a big batch. Yeah, we made them in one weekend. So, I mean, I probably... One crazy weekend. <laughs> oh, one stomach churning weekend. <laughs> Turning or churning? Yeah. But I, uh, I, got, I had one of those soap gums. I was like, ugh, this is the worst. Give me another one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I just kept on chewing them. Yeah, we use them as punishment. <laughs> if you swear. Oh, okay. If you say a swear. What about Stimerol gum? That's from, uh, like... Europe? Uh, yeah, Northern Europe. Scandinavia, maybe. I love that. Uh, yeah. That's the same thing. Every time I put one in my mouth, and it's been a while, mm-hmm. I think, this is awful. I'll have another thank you. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, all I want in there is that weird stimerol. It's like mentholated or something. Sure. I don't even know what's going well, on. Well, they've got different flavors. It's a gum company. <laughs> <laughs> what I like from up there is... La- I'm talking about the classic flavor. I like lecarol, which lecarol? is which is a pastille. <laughs> oh really? It's like a, is it digestive? At all? I don't know. Or? It's a gummy. Uh huh. They have a black currant flavor that's out of this world. A black currant pastille is fantastic. You won't find me find, saying an ill word about a black currant pastille. <laughs> I say currant. Oh really? Mm-hmm. I don't get a lot of opportunities to say it. Uh huh. But I'm saying it here. I say pastille. <laughs> Excepting in that previous conversation, right. where for clarity. I echoed your pronunciation. My pastille. Because I, I don't know. Um, I listen to the band Bastille 24-7. Mm. Hey, hey, um, head up. Hey, hey, oh, hey. <laughs> I, oh. That was really storming the good, Bastille over good there. Some good I once r- tweeted an anti-Bastille tweet. Mm-hmm. and About the band. About the band. And they've got uh, defensive fans. Not because oh, you were sans culotte. <laughs> Now, Dave, so take that a... who perpetrated the French Revolution, the Sans Culottes, and they stormed the Bastille. Oh, I don't know. I know someone's from the Bastille. I think that was so. Probably walk 14. us, walk us through this. What was the tweet? <laughs> what was the tweet in question? I don't remember. It was um, uh, I it was I I couldn't tell you what's their song. It was just that uh, one you sang. Yeah, I don't know what hey, it's called. Hey, oh, hey, battle, battle, hey, yep. And when you close your eyes, that one. I'm pretty sure that's Chumbawamba. I think it might have been a pun based on the name of that song, so I cannot remember. But, uh, and people were late. Like, do you ever get a tweet that's, uh, uh, people are mad about a tweet three months later? (laughs) Right, because they are just just searching the name of something in order to be be mad mad at it. I'm going to find a person who's making fun of this thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I had, I had a, uh, a little bit of a, a that when I decided to make a Lana Del Rey tweet. Oh. Low, low, low those many years ago when <laughs> Lana Del Rey was a thing that people talked and tweeted about. Yeah. Well, you mean that one time she was on Saturday Night Live? Yeah, that one she time. She spun around yeah. slowly and we gift it? Yeah. <laughs> I think I said something about her music being the perfect music for my lifestyle, which was ambling around on lutes <laughs> or, or something. But that's, that's a compliment. About right, yeah. I, I think that's actually... I'm worried about plagiarism because I think that's a quote from the Pitchfork review, which gave it an 8.7. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Perfect for lewd ambling. <laughs> Do you – what happened to lewds? That's called lewd wave. <laughs> lewd core. 
Shoot. Because. Uh, <laughs> lewd gays? Because Quaaludes. Yeah. They don't do them anymore. I say Quaaludes, but go ahead. <laughs> I say Koala Ludes. <laughs> because they make you as slow as a tree bear. Uh, the old tree bear. The people don't do lewds no more. Have you heard of lewds? I haven't. <laughs> you know what? I I'll be honest. I only know lewds as a punchline. I guess I don't really know what they do. I know it's short for quaaludes. I know it maybe makes you a little bit sleepy. Yeah, like some sort of a. It's a downer from the seventies. Yeah, and eighties. It was in Wolf of Wall Street. I think. Was it? Mm. Yeah, they do lewds. They they allude to them. Now What's is this the, the thing? Uh, is this the thing they did out of a butt? Uh, that might have been a poop. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm confusing <laughs> lewds and poop. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan. Yes. Tell me this. Mm -hmm. Dave, maybe you have some experience in this matter. Fine. What what is good about a downer? I'm trying to think. Uh, Oh, I mean, like, like pot's a downer. Alcohol's a downer. Alcohol's a downer. But like a real downer. I don't know if I've done a... Like a tranquilizer. (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah, I am an expert on this. Yeah. Uh, Because... Yeah, I was one time I got you out of my a, cage. You used to be a jittery racehorse. <laughs> um, I, I bet it's just like, is it just fighting sleep that makes things <laughs> crazy? Yeah, I think it's to like, I think it's to like chill you out, to like chill, you know. Yeah, some people in this hustle bustle world have trouble chilling. Yeah, sure. Uh, I guess I'm 100 percent chill, so it's not a concern for me. Mm-hmm. You're like those cool guys from the youth groups who have a natural high. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I would I would never want it. You wouldn't want to see me when I drank. I'm like that surfing gecko from the Hawaii t-shirts. Sure. Oh, right. That's how chill I am. Mm-hmm. How many does he hang? Uh, I can't recall. Something between 9 and 11. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you never forget. <laughs> the surfing gecko. <laughs> Those are my favorite rugby numbers as well. Sure. Um, when you in school in Canada, David, mm-hmm. was a Hawaiian surfing gecko themed T-shirt the like primary way to express yourself for a solid eighteen to twenty-four months in elementary school? Yeah, I'm going to say like 1987. <laughs> Around that time, I remember my parents got a, a duck. Wait, no, I'm changing it <laughs> from Porta by Bi- 1990 <laughs> T-shirt. <laughs> Um. Uh. Yeah. Okay. Now, is this that mean duck? Duck who's the boss? Who is wants it, you to know that he's the boss? Is there a duck who's the boss? Because do you I, remember this shirt? I think Jesse? of Judith to the light. A duck is the boss. This is a shirt that I remember from that era. Who's he bossing around? Uh, whoever's looking at the shirt. Right. This is a shirt you would get at a swap meet. Uh huh. Maybe in a a bin of shirts. Right. It says Air Bart. This yeah yes this is ex- this is the exact kind of shirt you would get from a stall that also sold bootleg Simpsons merchandise. Right. This was a mean duck, mm-hmm. a, cr- a, st- a cranky looking duck with his corkscrew penis just <laughs> whipped up. <laughs> yeah, no penis, no no discernible sex characteristics on the duck. I'm assuming it's a man, but maybe that's because I have baggage that I need to unpack. That's true. Mm-hmm. Mean looking duck. I suspected male, could be female. Maybe he doesn't identify as either of the genders. I don't know. Mm-hmm. He's very brave, though. I think we can all agree the duck is very brave. <laughs> no doubt about that. Duck will fuck you up. And he's he's marching at the camera. He's got one one foot up. Yeah. And he's he's got his 
arms a marching, and he's got one of those flipped up caps. Yeah. That like a bike man would wear. Sure. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it says suicidal tendencies on the brain. <laughs> yeah, in one specific cap. And this duck, the text under this duck says, "I'm the boss." Yeah. Do you guys know this shirt? I know that shirt. Dave, I do. do you know I don't shirt? know this. Shirt. I'm the boss. I remember it now. Mm-hmm. I totally remember it 100. percent Yeah, Christian. Maybe we can see some duck boss shirts uh, at a certain point. <laughs> yeah, I think that's. I think what that's was really your What help. was your growing up? What was your most common schoolyard kind of graphic tee? No fear. No fear. You was... seem like a no fear guy. My my personal one. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I was. I would have had. Um, yeah, now we're talking. Oh, I do not know that duck. Yeah. <laughs> he uh, showed us the duck, and it was exactly as Jordan described. Um, Jordan did not miss a trick. Mine would have been more, like, pop culture-y. Uh, I definitely had an Urkel shirt that had all of his catchphrases on Whoa, it. Wait. Let me see if I can name all the Urkel <laughs> catchphrases. Well, sure. Did I do that? Yep. Got any cheese? Yeah. Lord. There might have been like Laura. Oh, you said got any cheese, yeah, said, or does anybody any... have any cheese? It's uh, I don't know why it was funny. <laughs> he wanted someone to give him cheese. He was a he was a neglected neighbor. <laughs> he boy. was like a lonely foster child. Well, his parents were were junkies. <laughs> no, I his parents were doctors, Jesse. Doctor and Mrs. Urkel. Oh, and they were so career driven. That... Yeah, they 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 had to send him over to the Winslows to search for cheese. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you, Jesse, as a parent, yeah. had uh, uh, random neighbor kids come over? No, no. Is that something going on in Vancouver right now? No, we were we did a we had a little vacation. My family, the eighteen of us, mm-hmm. <laughs> my parents, all of my brothers and sisters, and all their kids. Wait, literally eighteen? Yeah. We went into it. We in what? Into uh, an uh, entire Holiday Inn. A nice house that slept eight. It's not enough. <laughs> nope. That's ten no, too few. But, Even I can tell you. But that. There's, there were couches. Um, and next door there was a neighbor, uh, and his two kids came over to play with the ten children that we had. Mm. Where was this? This was in the interior of British Columbia on Lake Okanagan. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's Okanagan culture for you. Yeah, and uh, everybody's in and out. Of and each we other's were just house. taking. And then the dad just left, and suddenly we had two more kids to take care of. Kids who were, you know, three and five years old, just jumping in the lake. Wait, with the no... dad left two children yes. under five behind? Yes. Did he leave to score? <laughs> I, I'm not sure what was on drugs. Jordan, he is a doctor. <laughs> I'm sorry. He left, he to, left to tend cheese. to his career. <laughs> sure. Um, yeah, but then it, was, it just became these two kids who were suddenly our responsibility. Huh. That's alarming. Were you worried he would not come back? That this um, was an out for cigarette situation. Well, it, it was the it was literally next door neighbors. So mm-hmm. we we did just send the kids back at a mm-hmm. certain point. We never saw the dad again. But the kids, <laughs> you just made them go back home. Yeah. Did you? You didn't walk them over there. No, I. I the three year old. <laughs> you can't play with these kids. <laughs> so that's my job. Yeah. So okay. Did I do that? <laughs> okay. Right. Got any cheese or where's the cheese? We're a pretty focused show, Dave. Yeah. It's not like stop podcasting yourself. We're oh, sure. all over everywhere. We have topics and we stick to them. Mm-hmm. Laura. <laughs> yeah. I, what I, else? Well, you would hook his thumbs in his uh, suspendies. Yeah. Check out my spendies. <laughs> <laughs> what are the other Urkel catchphrases? Whatever happened to predictability. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's flawed. <laughs> so he, he would start the theme song and then catch himself. That was one of his It's a rare phrases. condition this, this day, day and age. Sure, yeah. 
Um, no, I don't remember anymore. Those were the big ones. Did Full House? But there, I, there must have been at least six on the shirt. Wow. Three Did you side. like the show Urkel? See, I. It was called Family Matters. <laughs> it wasn't the, sh- the uh, Steve Urkel's show of shows. Um, I liked everything for the first 15 years of my life. Mm-hmm. Now I don't like anything. I think the 15. first thing. I think the first thing I remember not liking. Was that Godzilla remake? Okay, <laughs> like, I think that's the that first was thing. Nineteen ninety-eight. Yeah, I think George? I was seventeen, and I'm like, nah. Uh, this is the first bad movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, They've I, never made a bad movie, but it had the best Puff Daddy song. It did have a pretty good Puff Daddy song. I liked everything, mm-hmm. and follow me on this mm-hmm. until. Uh, do you remember the Ghostbusters remake where it's all women? Mm. Mm. Sure. I didn't like that. Up until then, though. Yeah. yeah. Everything has been good. But then I remember that not that then making everything from my childhood not good anymore. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sure, sure. I suddenly don't like anything ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I remember... I'm profoundly anhedonic. <laughs> yeah, me too. We, we're pleasure. all... That's what my shirt says. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I That's re- one of Urkel's catchphrases, <laughs> yeah, right? I'm anhedonic. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'd like to see anhedonic Urkel, just an Urkel who cannot experience happiness. <laughs> sure. No matter how much cheese he has. Perhaps he's a recovering heroin addict. <laughs> oh, yeah. But there are adults, I think you are among them, who still love Pee Wee Herman. Oh, yeah. No, I totally love Pee Wee Herman. I loved Pee Wee Herman for six months, and I hold him in as high esteem as... Urkel and Alf and Bionic <laughs> Six. <laughs> They're just all even? Yeah, I don't... Because I, the, thing, the thing is, is like, I watched every fucking awful thing. Yeah. I mean, because there was only five channels, and I didn't have cable, and I didn't watch any of them except for the high number channels. So those called UHF channels. Oh, okay. I only watched Channel 44 mm. and Channel 20. So my choices were very limited. Mm. So I watched a shit ton of Out of This World, and I watched a fucking garbage pile of what's the one where it's all the teenage girls and they have the like mother figure and they all live in a house together. Facts of Life. Facts of Life. Mm-hmm. Like I was so and much they, facts uh, of life. they live in a sewer and they love pizza. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Got facts this, of Life. This mother stop figure. Describing, stop describing the facts of life, Dave. We've already figured it out. My my point here is, mm-hmm. I but I don't remember really liking them. Like, I definitely never liked Full House. Like, I watched a ton of Full House. Mm-hmm. I was not above Full House. Well, you just had that Bay, Bay Area pride. Any show that <laughs> takes place here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, any show with one shot in the credits <laughs> of the Bay Area. No, the credits were all the Bay Area. It's just the establishing shot of the, that, that one house they lived in. Yeah. The credits were all everyone's trolleying this and were they? Yeah, riceroning that. Yeah, they're, they're all Mrs. Doubtfiring this and <laughs> why was that? Why was that not exciting to me? But like Sister Act or whatever was. Um, I don't know. We're gonna. This is something we're gonna have to unpack. Mm-hmm. Okay. Was, was Sister Act a, a San Francisco movie? Yeah, I don't know if it was set in San Francisco though, but they definitely made it in San Francisco. Oh right. That was thrilling. The big thing that thrilled me when they made it in Vancouver was the TV show The Commish. Uh, <laughs> did you get to meet Commish? Oh no, I didn't. Oh, oh man. man, when you were finally when you were nine years old and you finally got to meet all your heroes from In the Heat of the Night. <laughs> <laughs> sure. From Cobra, the <laughs> Sylvester Stallone movie. 
<laughs> but like I don't remember enjoying any of those. Like the only thing that I remember liking, like liking, mm-hmm. like looking forward to is Pee Wee, the Animaniacs, uh-huh. and uh, Batman, the cartoon show. Sure. I loved Batman the cartoon show. I loved Animaniacs. I think if I watched those now, I would think they were f- watchable. If they made an Animaniacs movie, would you go out and see it? Absolutely not. No. It's not. But a Pee-wee it's, movie. If I was nine mm-hmm. or had... If I had a ten-year-old... But you can still love Pee-wee as an adult. Well, Pee-wee is a real thing. Yeah, no, I agree. But I just... I, I didn't bring it with me. Like, I... I moved on to the next thing. No, I loved Pee-wee. I mean, I watched Pee-wee's Big Adventure daily. Not daily. I still had to rent it, Dave. This was the era. Of- oh, you watched it. Oh, I thought you were going to say I still watch it. No, no, no. I probably watched before I was 16, mm-hmm. 15 or 16, I probably watched it 40 times, 30 times. I think with the exception of, you know, like I have a beard and a weird job reality shows. The average thing now is is a lot better than the average thing when we were kids. Dramatically better. Yeah. Yeah, I think unquestionably. Yeah, I think you know, you can make a make maybe make a case that I'm, you know, I'm a I'm a redneck and I'm building a demolition derby car powered by my farts. <laughs> and this is 24 episodes. Yeah. Maybe that Did you is... just make that up? It's kind of a pitch. I was seeing how you guys responded in the room because I'm going it's out. Good. To some, I'm it's going out good. to some production companies with it. I've and, got some talent. Well, I don't know if production companies, but certainly uh, the energy industry. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. No, I think what we're going to do is we're going to make this kind of a TV on uh, a show on HGTV, oh, okay. and then present that to the government. <laughs> oh sure. So who are you pitching this to, Biden? I would. I pitch it to Biden. This is your. We're two steps. First, I gotta. I gotta make America fall in love. First Uh of all, you have to. You have to assassinate the president. Second of all, Biden has to become the president. Boy, then you can pitch it to Biden. Listen, first things first. Right. We haven't even. We're not even at the pilot stage. We're not proposing that Secret Service. If you're listening, (laughs) we don't think that's funny. We aren't. No. No. I'm just proposing. Two of us did say it. I'm proposing a hilarious. A hilarious and delightful docu-series. Yeah. A fartumentary. About a fartumentary, if you will, about a delightful man <laughs> from the Deep South. Okay. Does this man exist or are you, you still have need to find him? Uh, I've secured him. <laughs> okay. Where is he? <laughs> He's chilling at my place. <laughs> He's tranked. Yeah, tranked at my place. And uh, we're just going to follow him and his colorful family. Mm-hmm. Do you think people are too glib about Harambe? Uh, you know... I listen. I think we all had a lot of fun with Harambe. Yeah. A, a it's done. <laughs> B, we can't undo some it. Some guys have started to use it for racism. Oh, yeah. so I think we all had a lot of fun with Harambe in mm-hmm. the in the wake of Cecil, which I think we can all maybe agree was a little embarrassing. Yeah, it was fun to go the other way and be real <laughs> shitty about a dead animal. Yeah, but. A dead animal that's nearly a human being. Yeah, that has human-like qualities. Many human-like qualities. But I think, it, I think, you know, as it stands, the state of Harambe now. Jordan, is this one of your classic state of Harambe? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> a. Yeah. The the joke has been made. Stop. Yeah. Right. Is this and, a telegram? <laughs> yes. <yeah>, stop. <laughs> 
<laughs> to my lovely wife, stop. I miss you in Chattanooga. We we ship out at dawn, stop. <laughs> Think of me fondly when you look at the North Star. Also, dicks out for Harambe. Look at, listen, I'm doing it. Look at me, I'm doing it. Yeah. So it's it's, it's fucked out joke-wise. Uh-huh. And it's we racism. Can, and also now it is being used for racism. So let's stop. Okay. Yeah. Let's all make a pact. Yeah. Let's all let's all <laughs> slice our palms. We all mimed it. Shake hands in the middle to not do that particular meme anymore. Is it, this a, basically the same kind of stuff you talked about with Jimmy Pardo? Um, Dave did the Jimmy Pardo show before coming here. Yeah, our friend mention. Jimmy Pardo and Matt Belknap, host of Never Not Funny. He's on a podcast. You're on a podcast tour. The great Garen oh, yeah. Cockrell. Yeah. Uh, sighing into the microphone. No, we talked about. Whatever. It's, it was fun. It was so fun. But who can remember? I have no idea what happened on any episode of that I've ever been on. Yeah, exactly. Or any episode of this you've ever been on. <laughs> That's a good point. Hard to say. Point taken. Does it? Do people say something to you about something that happened on Stop Podcasting Yourself and you have no idea what they're talking about? I am, as far as I can tell, the most hands-on podcast editor in this type of podcasting. Look, mm. I'm no Jad Abumrod, mm. but I'm uh, uh, nobody goes through a podcast and takes out lip smacks like I do. <laughs> so I sit and experience a podcast, then I listen to the whole thing, and I still don't remember any, anything anyone tells me about You're it. You're just listening for smacks. Yeah. You're not listening smacks, for- Smacks, gurgles, levels. You're not listening for comedy or potential catchphrases. <laughs> uh, no, we should get some catchphrases, though. You should get a catchphrase editor. That's what we have. Oh, okay. His name's Frank. He listens to every show, but you give him 20 bucks. He listens to every show. He's like, basically, he's a sort of a super intern. Mm-hmm. He's like, we just call him a super intern? Yeah. He's graduate. He. He went to Columbia. Mm-hmm. He graduated from Columbia. He's been trying to get a media gig, but he hasn't got one yet. So we said, we'll give you 20 bucks. You listen to this show, and you listen for potential catchphrases. It's actually Frank who came up with Garaba. Mm-hmm. We actually retconned that into the show. So How does it work? Uh, well, basically, <laughs> after we finished the show- So he listened show, for it, and then you put so, it back in. Dave, it's pretty straightforward. Mm-hmm. This young man went to Columbia University. Mm-hmm. It's a Ivy League school in New York. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you guys, I'm just trying to explain it to you because I'm not sure if you have colleges in Canada. We've got all, the, sa- we've got all the same Ivy League schools you have. Really? <laughs> you have Harvard North. We've got Harvard North. <laughs> Stanford North. Stanford's not Ivy League. It's not an Ivy League. Oh, so, oh sorry. Don't fucking Ivy League explain to me. Like I could have even Come on. thought about going there. What do you think we're talking about here? Amherst? Yeah. Well, no, that's not in the Ivy League. That's a little Ivy. You motherfuckers. At best, Amherst is a that's little. It's Ivy adjacent. It's Harvard, Barbizon, <laughs> ITT Tech. <laughs> So here's how it works, Dave. Oh, still? Uh, this young man went you have to, to finish, you have to finish this. Bit. Okay, Columbia University. We have OCD, Dave. If I don't, <laughs> if I don't name three fake Urkel catchphrases, I can't go to sleep tonight. Yeah. If I don't finish, if I don't finish out this list of things Frank does, mm-hmm. it will literally break my mother's back. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we give him the twenty dollars. Mm-hmm. He listens to the show. He identifies potential instances of catchphrases. Then we go back, we fill in more stuff about the catchphrases, mm-hmm. then he makes memes. Uh-huh. As I like to say, lather, rinse, repeat. 
Okay. You gotta, you that, gotta, you gotta, you gotta pop culture locomotion. Yeah. Going down the track. Everybody's doing a brand new dance now, <laughs> yeah. baby. Come on, catchphrase. I I hope to be a part of one of these catchphrases. Do you then bring the guests back? Do I get to? <laughs> no, we get. You know how? Um, you know how Michael Jackson wouldn't sing the Lisa "It's Your Birthday" song. Uh-huh. Contractually, you'll for... get a Dave sound alike. So we'll get a Dave sound alike. There. They're a dime a dozen. You know what I usually do? I hit the campus of Penn University. <laughs> oh, was that one of the Ivy League? Yeah, that's an Ivy League university in Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. And, uh, you know, I'll ask around and I'll see, you know. And usually if you go to the uh, broadcasting or theater departments, there'll be a few Dave sound-alikes. It's easier, frankly. I, this isn't meant as an insult, but it's easier to find Graham sound Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was good. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> Listen to my beard. Gnarly. This <laughs> classic catchphrase. Who's the bigger lip smacker? Oh, Graham. Okay. Well, you know what? It's the word um. It's always um. Mm. I was blah, 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 mm. blah. You take ums out of stop podcast? No, no, yourself? we take the lip smacks after the ums. Oh. Wait. Oh, you think you guys are OCD about a podcast? <laughs> You you fix things on your show? Yeah. No wonder it's better than ours. We should fix things on our show. How much do you think we should pay Brian? How much do you think we should pay Brian to fix things? Nothing. He should be doing it anyways. Yeah, that's a good point. We already pay him a lot of money. Yeah. And he's got a good job. He's got a good union union show business gig. Mm-hmm. And a nice union metal working job too. <laughs> yeah. Some smelting in this it off time. Is. Loves to smelt. Yeah. Uh, Creating alloys, guys. Can I tell you about a about an instance recently where I was insulted, and I don't know if I should have been. Okay, yeah, okay. I'll I'd allow love to it. Hear about that. Thanks, Jordan. Uh, you have the floor. Thank you. <laughs> um, uh, no, so I was just tricking you into talking more about Harambe. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so, uh, Jordan, mm-hmm. here's the conch. <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, so uh, I was I was going to a uh, I was going to a wedding last weekend. It was in Pasadena, which is maybe like forty minutes, an hour. Oh, I've heard of it. Yeah, <laughs> and you know how far away it is. <laughs> Dave's got a friend there. She's a little old lady. Oh, I hear there's nobody. Mina. <laughs> <laughs> um, she uh, uh, died in Hurricane Katrina. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> little old lady from Pasadena. <laughs> uh. So I, I I mentioned the distance because you know I was kind of torn whether to like do the wedding and then come back post wedding because oh, right. you know got an open bar uh-huh. so is it more I was thinking is it is it is it a better use of my my bucks to you know do like an expensive Uber or cab or just to get a hotel room for the night uh, there's a the the wedding was at a hotel so I, I'm like oh, I'll just give I'll give him a call called him. Said, um, I'm here for the wedding. Do you guys have a special rate? They said, no, I'm sorry. We're all booked up. Uh, oh. Of course, there's the wedding. But uh, also, there's a Coldplay concert in town. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, A, what, that- is the, what, is the, what is the hotel room after party like after the Coldplay concert? Uh-huh. Think, you know. Do you... Uh, have you been insulted yet in this story? No, I've oh, not okay. been insulted okay. yet. Okay, I was just like, he's real sensitive. This is all good information. Okay. Can I? Can I sure. just give a real quick conjecture, please? Ludes. Yeah, 
I think I Coldplay think, is Lude's music, isn't it? If any music has ever been Lude's music, I think that is. Too, I don't think a Coldplay fan uh-huh. would know where to get Lude's. Yeah, I think what you're doing is you're I don't shaking think Coldplay up. Coldplay has fans. <laughs> well, I mean, apparently they bought up an entire hotel. Yeah, but they're not. Oh, you think? Oh, you so you're you're making the point that it is it is the most generic music, and therefore people tolerate it. I think that if you're going to the Coldplay concert. Mm-hmm. It's because your company's insurance salesman <laughs> gave you a pair of tickets. These are all these are all corporate blocks of tickets that yeah, people are buying. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly what I think. Uh, I think what they're doing is I think you and two on the guest list for Apple. <laughs> yeah, I think you. Uh, I think you're shaking up a bottle of Whole Foods Chardonnay. Uh huh. And you're stabbing it with your Prius key, <laughs> and then you're shotgunning it. Yeah, it's a not so much a party after the show as brunch. Oh, right. big night brunch. brunch. Or the next day's brunch. Oh, can't wait for this show to be over. I'm so excited for so brunch. So I can get to bed yeah. and then oh. wake up for brunch. Oh. Do you think maybe they get, get the a- hotel rooms less so they can party and more so they've got a place to line up for brunch? <laughs> oh, yeah. So to camp out? Well, not, just just to kind of just enjoy, like oh, it's going to be brunch. Well, they're really hanging out in line. It's mm-hmm. fun. Um, there's this thing in Vancouver uh, called Dîner en Blanche. I'm sorry, what's it called, David? <laughs> it's called Dîner en Blanche. Uh, can you can you translate that to English? Uh, uh, white dinner. <laughs> <laughs> <What's a, laughs> sounds like a nice day for a white dinner. <laughs> and it is a... You know, I've been going to this thing, a similar thing here mm-hmm. in Los Angeles called White's Only Dinner. Uh, sure. And... And what? <sighs> um, and it's this thing where I guess you get on, you get an invite and you, you sign up to hopefully get an invite, I guess. I don't know. And then there's this, uh, they let you know a day or two in advance and... You, it's this huge outdoor dinner, and mm-hmm. everyone wears white. It's you have to pay to go, but you bring your own food. Okay, and it. it seems, I, thought I was going to say you like oh everyone wears white, and they only serve slippery meatballs, <laughs> <laughs> and then you just watch everyone embarrass themselves. Oh, shit. Whoa, um, my linens. <laughs> wait, and it seems like the kind of thing a Coldplay fan. What are you yeah. paying for to to be able to be part of this Instagrammable experience? Does, I, I think yeah yeah because someone has to be putting it on someone has to rent the park does a does whatever Canada's version of Mumford and Sons play <laughs> what is Canada's version of Mumford and Sons oh oh what are they called oh that we have one it's the I'm, presidents of the United States of America <laughs> it's uh, yeah Casper baby pants um, no I, I forget we have one though you got one of those yeah you've got men who have of uh, liberal arts degrees who sing about working in mines. Yeah, that kind of thing. We oh, I oh, I'm so mad at myself for not knowing. No, but that's yeah. Uh, I'll hey, look it up in the. Hey break. guys, hit us up on Twitter. Who's Canada's Mumford and Sons? <laughs> so so uh, use the hashtag Ken Mumph. So so you're getting a so you're getting a beautiful space. Yeah, that'll really blow up the grams. Exactly. Uh, you you get to feel like you belong to. And an are event. beverages provided? Anything? Is I, any I, kind of mouthful yeah, provided? Bevos? I'm I've never been invited. Mm-hmm. I've never wanted to be invited. Really, have I? No. Because <laughs> uh, you just see, you, you would go if your friend got an invitation and said, "Dave, would you like to go to the white dinner?" I'd say, "I have white jeans for some reason." Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I too, I too have them for some reason. Yeah, G E N E S. Yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> you have white G E N E S. Yeah, um, got it. 
Uh, I would pro yeah. I I I don't know who that friend would be though. And they they Graham. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Graham's really plugged into the Coldplay set. <laughs> Graham loves Chardonnay. Um, now back to your story. Have you been slighted? Yet? No, I've not been slighted yet. Okay. So. <laughs> couldn't get a couldn't get a room at the hotel where the wedding was. Thank you, Dave. You're really getting the hang of our show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But about two miles away, there's a nice double tree. Oh. Double tree's got some rooms. Uh huh. So yeah. and you're gonna really stack up the points. Oh, you gotta stack up those platinum club points. Is double tree by someone? Uh, I think by uh, Hilton? Hilton. Hilton. Sure. Yeah. Uh. So. So I I I decide on this double tree. Mm-hmm. I go to check in, day of the wedding, and the guy's checking me in. He's like, oh, are you here for the Coldplay concert? And I wanted to yell at him, do I look like I'm here for the fucking Coldplay concert? But I maybe I do. Was, maybe I do look what? like I'm there for the Coldplay concert. Can I ask, was he white? He was a white. Okay. Were you wearing, <laughs> would you just, were you positing, and I don't think this is unreasonable, mm-hmm. that to all of the people of color of America... All white people look like they're there for the Coldplay <laughs> yes. concert. America is just one big Coldplay concert. Christian, can you confirm that? Yeah, he's giving us the thumbs up. Sure. All white people look like they're here for the Coldplay concert. <laughs> um, I think, yeah, I think, number one, I think you probably should have worn your suicidal tendencies bicycle mm-hmm. uh-huh. Sure. And you're dope. I'm the boss. Sure, whatever. Oh, uh... <laughs> right. And people really would have known how punk rock you are. Do you think I could go as that duck for Halloween and people would know who I was? Would you? What would the costume? I guess would I, it have a little caption beneath it. I would. Yeah, maybe it would need that. I guess I would wear his tank top. Mm-hmm. Would you wear a sign that says "Not Howard the Duck"? Yeah, people would probably think I was Howard the Duck. But I've yeah, had the problem. I've had the problem where I'm. Che- I don't know if this is a printed problem for you, but you're checking into mm-hmm. a hotel. Mm-hmm. I was checking into a very nice hotel in New York City, mm-hmm. and um, I they did not ask me my name. They said, you're Howard the Duck, right? Mm, <laughs> sure. I don't know. You're I looking, guess I just, You're I looking don't know. for the Howard Johnsons. Yeah. They said. Are you here for the Howard the Duck concert? Yes, I don't know. Are you looking for Howard's Johnson? <laughs> <laughs> and the guy points below the desk and his dick's out. Yeah. Uh, His name tag says Howard. We get it. So yeah. <laughs> so so you that was your insult. That's, I was yeah. People, he thought I was in town for the Coldplay. Concert. I think when you're working in customer service mm-hmm. and eighty percent of your customers are here for a Coldplay concert, sure. I don't think it's unreasonable. He was looking for me, going, "Oh yeah, CP baby." Is <laughs> Coldplay two words? <laughs> yeah, I uh, don't know. I, I don't think so. I think it's one word. Yeah, I'm not here for the Hot Play concert. <laughs> CP. California pizza. <laughs> Show me the kitchen. Uh, so, so, and I, but I did notice. I did look around and notice a very like tucked in polo shirt crowd. Oh uh, yeah, which I guess what is what I would I would label as the Coldplay set. Have we ever talked about the guy when I worked at Borders in Washington D.C. who ran the music department? Mm-hmm. This guy fucking discovered. On behalf of the, the borders, track at the end of Dookie, the borders, <laughs> <laughs> the borders. It's like you put your nail into the fast forward. You don't skip the track entirely, but you apply a little yeah. bit of pressure. And then a little song about jacking off. Um, he was the most proud of any person in history of having discovered Coldplay. Mm-hmm. And Maroon 5. Oh. Those were his two fucking discoveries. Like, I was there first. He was so fucking proud 
that he was the first guy on the Maroon 5 bandwagon. <laughs> I think, yeah, I mean, I think that both of those bands probably started out as like, you know, public radio on the weekend mm-hmm. type bands. You know, this is... Maybe this is, Coldplay this is did. thoughtful rock music for the smart I remember the smart rock and roll connoisseur. There were uh, uh, Kings of Leon when they started out. They were sort of in the same like buzz band uh, era as the Strokes and the White Stripes. Oh, I definitely remember. I definitely remember a time when the cool kids were like, "Oh, listen, these are some here's some these are guys are all cousins and they were in yeah, a weird yeah. religious cult. Yeah, yeah, and now yeah. they play rock music. Oh, yeah, boogie woogie rock. Yeah, and Southern Fried Tom Petty. And then a couple of years went by and. I was downtown, and I just saw all these hip, or not even hip, just like young, bland people mm-hmm. going to a concert. Like, what are they going to? A- at an arena. Oh. oh, this band is suddenly enormous. Yeah, yeah. And it was, well, it was you too. Uh, does that, does that <laughs> relate to anything? <laughs> that actually hurts your story. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, no, I, it was uh, the Kings, I, something that I know about Maroon 5 is mm-hmm. that they, I think the bulk of Maroon 5 used to be a band called Kara's Flowers that I think was a respectable indie rock outfit. And Interesting. Then, and then because I I because I uh, a lot of a lot of my high school friends were into them. Right. And then I remember talking like, oh, the Kara's Flowers guys have a new band, and it's this. And then it became uh, the music that's in all malls. Mm-hmm. So, was that cute guy in the band? Yeah. You know, it might have been. Might have maybe Cutie was the addition. Talking about Mark McGrath. Here. I'm talking, of course, about famous Cutie, frosted tipped Cutie, Mark <laughs> McGrath. Does he still tip him? Frost him? Oh, he's gotta gotta frost those tips. Oh man! Yeah. If you're Marky themselves. Mac, if you're Marky, put yourself in Marky Mac's shoes. Uh, I've been in Marky Post's shoes this whole time. <laughs> oh, wrong shoes, buddy. <laughs> well, they're comfy. Wrong shoes. <laughs> Number one, wrong shoes. Number two, how'd you get those? Yeah. Number three, I should have noticed earlier. <laughs> well. Fuck you. <laughs> I think when you are a fan of of pleasant rock music. Dave said, well, fuck you. <laughs> I think when you Dave are a Spahn, fan. Dave Shimka's here. Hi. Of like, if you're a fan of like, you know, thoughtful, pleasant rock music, you, you think you always run the risk that that your new band's going to become some sort of mall punchline. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. I think it's, I think it's treacher, treacherous waters. Has that ever happened to you, Jordan? I'm trying to think. Oh no, I mean, I definitely remember. Like, I mean, that happened to No FX. <laughs> oh, of course, yeah, I know. And I'm like, hey, these guys are legit. And then, yeah, uh, you know, they're in every Vegas casino. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I can remember like hearing that first Kings of Leon and going, oh, this is different. This sure is something. And then I go, whoa, whoops. Dave, anyway. that probably happens to you a lot. You're Canadian. Oh yeah. Well, you know, we 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 have our. Uh... Uh, uh, you know our local faves who who make it big. Who's who's Canadian and big now? Drake, Drake. used to it used to be Drake was just uh, a kid from Degrassi, a kid from Degrassi, a, cr- a crippled kid from Degrassi, <laughs> and then a miracle happened. Mm-hmm. Didn't get much press, and uh, suddenly here we are. <laughs> what is what are what's what's Dave's what's, Dave's example? Of this is Cardinalo Fishow. Oh sure, mm-hmm. Cardinalo Fishow was a. Uh, was a hero of the Canadian underground for years and years and years before he inexplicably had like three monster international hits. Yeah, and now he's everywhere still. <laughs> yeah, sure, everyone. <laughs> no one can stop talking about Cardinal Official <laughs> and his hit song, Cardi Slang. Mm-hmm. Or Everyday Rude Boy. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Drake is more of a Toronto thing, though, right? Yeah, that's true. Um, I, yeah, Vancouver, I don't know if we have. You know, Carly Rae Jepsen's from nearby. <laughs> you got that, oh. that aquarium. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a beautiful city. Is that what we're talking about? <laughs> we're just nice things about the city now. <laughs> oh, sure, yeah. It's mountainous and oceanous. Yeah, we went to that aquarium together. It was, a, it was a great time. You and I did? Yeah, I think so. I don't think I went. You don't think so? No. Was Graham there? No. Did you maybe go with Brian? I might have just gone with Brian. He Jordan, did got... you go to the aquarium? No. No, you weren't there. You didn't make it to Vancouver. You had to go back home for work. Did you just hold a penguin's flipper and walk around with him? That might be what happened. Yeah, and it was downtown and Vancouver. Just, and you just, because they are they 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 are the most bird-like, or excuse me, the most, most man-like of the birds, well, you probably just assumed. Well, Howard the Duck is the most man-like of the birds. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan, Jesse, go. Hello, and welcome to Podphone. What type of podcast are you looking for? You have chosen... Funny podcasts about bad movies. Rated R. May we recommend The Flophouse. Three friends talk about bad movies and make each other and you laugh. Rated R. The Flophouse is playing at your ears. If you download it right now or whenever. Rated R. To purchase tickets to The Flophouse, you don't need to do that. Just download it. The Flophouse, rated R for nudity, I guess. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Dave Shumka, Dave. the Canadian. Uh, driving you crazy? Oh, I don't. It's not my show. <laughs> Dave Shumka, the Canadian Mumford and Sons. I found out something really important mm-hmm. when I was reading the New Yorker. And mm-hmm. here's the thing: I'm not trying to come in here all fancy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm not you trying could to say a magazine. It was the New Yorker. Yeah, but you I know, don't read just listen, any magazine. I'm not judging you, but I'm saying. What do you, you know. think I read it in Harper's? Come on, I just saying. I'm not a plebe. Mm-hmm. Dave, I'm a serious intellectual. I read the New Yorker magazine. Oh, we don't have that I, in Canada. I mm-hmm. own a poke boat. A pobo? Poke boat. I own a poke boat that I purchased and various items of travel clothing. Mm. What's a poke boat? Is that a boat you have sex with? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a real boat fucker. <laughs> sure, you know you know that it's in dry dock right now. You know now. that slur, boat fucker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was actually coined to describe. That would be it. a really good slur for like a rich guy instead of like cake eater. <laughs> oh, look at that boat fucker. Well, speaking of rich guys, hey, uh, nice uh, uh, red trousers, you, you boat fucker. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, jizz caviar? Come on. <laughs> I was Have reading... fun uh, shoving that brunch up your ass. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you've heard about this. this mm-hmm. Again, this is something that I don't know if this news made it to Canada, mm-hmm. David. Yeah. But um, the legendary real estate mogul and multi-billionaire mm-hmm. Donald Trump is actually a candidate Ronald for... Ronald what? Donald Trump is actually a candidate... Not can- ringing a bell. No? Donald Trump. Trunch. Should I try... Trunch? S- 
No, that's <laughs> Donald Trump. Donald Trump. You're thinking of Ban Chunch, Martha Stewart's horse. Mm. <laughs> Shun Crunchton. Ban Chunch, Martha Stewart's horse, is also running for president. Mm. And he's got my vote. So fast. It's a pony, technically. Not oh, okay. Horse, mm. But. Mm. Mm. He's um, trotting for president. There was an article about... He's a pony. We wouldn't know by looking at that dick. <laughs> that is a horse dick on a pony. Love it. When he becomes you a know, horse. You know Martha's checking out that dick. Oh, you know Martha's checking out that dick. <laughs> Got to check the D. That's what Martha always says. The PD, pony mm-hmm. dick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You remember the last the UBPD, time? UBPD, the unusually big pony dick. <laughs> Do you remember when Martha Stewart went on David Letterman for the last time and she gave him... It was such a beautiful, heartfelt reminiscence, you know, piece of fond advice for his retirement, which was, you got to look for an HD mm-hmm. on a P. Mm-hmm. You got to look for a yeah. horse dick on sure. your pony. Mm-hmm. It, you know? it, 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 it's applicable to so many things. That's true. I, my parents used to always, if I was in a bad situation, I think there's actually a Daniel Tiger about this, but always try to find the horse dick on the pony. Mm. Always try to find the horse dick on the pony. Mm-hmm. That's what they sing. They sing it. They he sing. sings that with Stan the Music Man from the music shop exactly. on Daniel Tiger. Hey, listeners, has life recently dealt you a pony? <laughs> well, you might want to reach between those legs, careful not to get kicked in the face, <laughs> because that pony that you hate so much might actually have big old horse dick. But seriously, be careful when you reach in there. The pony's not going to like this. <laughs> no, he'll hate it. Don't sneak up on him either. No. Give him a little, give him some rubs on his anus. <laughs> <laughs> yes, rub the anus. Apply oats. <laughs> we brought Dave down to our level. No, no, no. no. I'm, I can be dirty, boys. I'm a... I'm a Whenever there's a comedy festival, they put me on the Nasty Boys show. (laughs) (laughs) The Nasty Boys of comedy. Yeah. (laughs) So this article. Ronald Trunch. This article was about his children. Mm -hmm. Specifically Ivanka Trump. Mm -hmm. Ivanka with a B? No, it's Ivanka (laughs) Trump. Okay. Um, She's a... She's in her mid thirties. Mm-hmm. She's a real looker. I'd date her if she weren't my daughter. Sure. <laughs> and Yowza. Uh, she's married to a gentleman, and they have an they have an outsized influence on the campaign. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All that's great. It's a fascinating article about their outsized influence on the campaign. And she's not a monster no. compared to his son. Compare. <laughs> I have no opinion about candidates. Okay. Oh, that's right. Oh, sorry. Uh, Can uh, I? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, It'd be but a little I mean, gauche we'll... because you don't even live in this country. Oh, so, sure. Commenting on our politics. Yes, I'm a, I'm leading a puppet rebellion. <laughs> Casey and Finnegan. That's a great candidate joke. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's as good as my storming the Bastille's <laughs> joke earlier. <laughs> oh, by the way, I remember the Canadian Mumford and Sons are called the Strumbellas. Oh boy, yeah, that is a good name. Thrown. Do they sing songs about working in mines? Let's get some hay bales. They're shooting a video. <laughs> okay, back to you, Trumpo. Okay. Keeping the show on track. So all of that was great information. I learned a lot about the presidential election, mm-hmm. and as a serious journalist, I value all of that. Mm-hmm. Now, we've talked recently on the show. Frank brought this up with us. Mm-hmm. Duke Goobler. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is a name 
that already one person has gotten on a license plate. Okay. Uh, that is <clears throat> a great name. A, a great name that we thought of. Mm-hmm. And by we, I mean not me, probably. Mm-hmm. But you don't remember your own show ever. No, I don't. But it's safe to assume that if something funny happened, probably Jordan said it. But what about the guest? <laughs> eh. we, we only have guests. We only have novelists as guests, so they more offer insights. Oh, Although okay. some of them are funny. I mean, Colson Whitehead. Yeah, you know. He's pretty funny. Yeah. He's pretty funny. Sherman Alexie. He got <laughs> off a few zingers. Sure, he's got some wry Native American wit <laughs> about his grandma's fry bread. <laughs> Um, so, uh, the most important thing, there was one thing that was the most important thing, Mm -hmm. which was this. Before Ivanka Trump married her current husband, converted to modern Orthodox Judaism, (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh, where she like keeps the Shabbos and stuff. Hmm. Very interesting. Yeah. She had one long-term boyfriend. His name was, and I'm quoting directly from the New Yorker now. This is not a political opinion. Socialite Bingo Goobleman. Ooh, boy. <laughs> that is really good. Socialite, Socialite. Bingo Goobleman. Mm. Ooh. Um, how do you become, can you be a socialite on a fixed income? Well, it depends on your social life. <laughs> it depends you, on at what at what number it's been fixed. <laughs> but can you become a so? Do you have to be super rich to be a socialite, or can you be just such? So, so, Are you asking because you're collecting social security? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just asking, like, can you be so good can at you, social skills? <laughs> right? Can you be a socialite on a budget? Yeah. To where you, yeah, you can you can get it some, something nice from Marshalls. Yeah. Yeah, like if you're Will Smith from Six Degrees of Separation. <laughs> or you're the guy in that, what is it, a Miller commercial <laughs> where he talks about how rich yeah. he is. Uh, the Great Gatsby. Oh, sure. <laughs> <Where> he's like, <laughs> Gatsby. I've Jay got Gatsby. a throne and I belong to an exclusive club. Oh, boy, that's the worst. As much as I like a Miller High Life, that commercial wants me makes me want to... Listen to Punch myself in the face. Do you think we could we could probably get him as a guest, right? Hmm. Bingo Goobleman? Bing- socialite Bingo Goobleman, yes. <laughs> oh, socialite, is it like doctor? You have to say they want to be <laughs> Right, it's a title. That? I didn't go to eight years of socialite <laughs> school to be called Mr. Goobleman. <laughs> sure. Or bad boy rocker Tommy Lee. <laughs> by the way, title. By the way, I didn't want to get it wrong. So I Googled Ivanka Trump. You Googled? Ex- uh, yes, <laughs> ex-boyfriend, mm-hmm. and I got an article from the Dan Google it. He searched on Bing. Bingo. <laughs> He's made up of two search engines. <laughs> Where is he from? Alta Vista. Yeah. Um, <laughs> of the Yahoo Googlemans. Is he? Does it? Did you? Can you Google search? Google Google image search him. Yeah. What does this, this Googleman look like? Uh, w- uh, can I say what they came up when I Googled it? Fine. Ivanka Trump's ex-boyfriend Bingo Goobleman in Manhattan cocaine bust with Maroon 5 basis. <laughs> oh, my gosh. He was issued a ticket outside St. Dymphna's Bar in Manhattan <laughs> with Maroon 5 bassist Mickey Madden. And mm. rarely has a man looked more like his name was Mickey than Maroon 5 bassist. Oh, yeah. Let's How see. much Let's does that guy Goobleman. look like he's the... Yeah, that is a that is absolutely a hard party in Mickey. I saw, yeah. Um, uh, that's it, funny that that's funny that a socialite and a bassist are hanging out together. But also that it was a cocaine bust and he got a ticket. Yeah, <laughs> that's you, what socialitism does yeah. for you. Do you think that somehow 
do you think that Mickey from from Maroon Five? Mm-hmm. Now we can name two members of Maroon Five. That the pretty guy from Maroon Five, Adam Levine. Let's not be pretend we don't know Adam Levine. So Marky Mac, as I call him, uh huh. Is he not paying Mickey enough, and then Mickey has to sell coke to socialites? No, they're just hanging and banging. They're just hanging. They're, they, th- I think people can bond over cocaine. Really? I mean, I think maybe he's we just, did. Maybe he's just got. <laughs> maybe he's just got a long game in mind. You know, he's like, listen, I'm not the cute one in Maroon Five. Nope, it's not. He's cute. cute. He's a. He's a. He's, he looks like a nice guy. Look. Adam Levine is an Adonis. So <laughs> perfect. It, it, he's beautiful. He's cute. He's everything to everyone. Sure. But you that that guy's undeniably cute. He's got he's a, a bitch a cherubic he's a lover. face, <laughs> cherubic face. Uh, he's got a, a, a. I would look. I don't even do cocaine, and I want to take <laughs> it. You want to blow some rails off that cutie? <laughs> yeah, off his base. Let's get together. Which one, Levine or Mickey? Mickey, because he's got that cute sweater on. You just like a guy he's in a got cute a very sweater. Cute it's, sweater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's coming up on that time. Can of we year. get a Can we get a pick going of the whole band Maroon Five? Okay, and we they can now... all say which one we think would be most compatible with. Okay, because current day Maroon Five. Current day Maroon. Because I think the line. There been has some changed. lineup changes. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, I want to apologize to the Strumbellas. It's hurtful to say you're the Canadian Mumford and Sons. I also, um, one time, uh, while working at CBC Music, uh, uh, for the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation, I made this, uh, chart that explained everything, all Canadian music to Americans. Mm -hmm. And I said, like, the Junos are the Canadian Grammys. And much music is Canadian MTV. Mm -hmm. And Gian Gameshi is Canadian Ryan Seacrest. Sure. And uh, he got so mad. Who? Gian, <laughs> Gian Gameshi? <laughs> and he, like, asked, he t- told us to take it down. And uh, uh, somehow we didn't have to, but we had to stop promoting that piece of content. This was uh, back before he was disgraced. <laughs> but some of us had a sniff. I had a, I had a similar shitty experience with him. Uh, one time at a public radio conference, he was there to promote Q, his former show. Mm-hmm. Uh he was with – their show was distributed by the same distributor as me, Public Radio International, and it had a party at night. Mm-hmm. And it has stage and he did a presentation where he showed that clip of the interview that went very poorly with uh, – Billy Bob Thornton. Billy Bob mm-hmm. Thornton. That was his big signature moment, that mm-hmm. interview that went badly. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and he wore his little leather jacket and made <laughs> eyes at the middle-aged ladies that run public radio stations. And uh, he said, you know, we're a show for young people, but we're not pandering. We're not. And by the way, the slogan of uh, The Sound of Young America at the time was a public radio show about things that are awesome. And he said, but uh, we're a show for younger people. But it's not some pandering baloney. You know, we're not going to say that our show is about things that are awesome or whatever. And I was like, what the fuck? We're on the same team, asshole. I'm right mm-hmm. here. Like, I, like, like seven heads like turned to me like, did he just say that? I was like, fuck you. That's how I knew right then and there that he was a violent sexual assaulter. He used to be in this band called Moxie Fruvis. Yeah, great (laughs) band. Really credible, hard-rocking band. (laughs) One time I interviewed him. Like, I was doing this story about uh, bands that broke up at the the wrong time. Bands that stayed together past their uh, expiry date. And I interviewed him specifically because... 
I thought he knew that his band sucked. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but he didn't. He had no idea. No, he bragged about it in that presentation. His band, his Canadian novelty indie pop band. Not, oh, indie pop is, is kind. It's, it was like novelty pop. Novelty, uh, like intellectual pop. Oh. <laughs> Songs about authors. You know, like that riff you guys just did about authors? <laughs> yeah. Anyway. We weren't to be to be fair. We weren't singing. Oh, yeah, that's true. I mean, I do consider what we're doing word jazz, but maybe you just don't take this seriously enough. Yeah. Okay, which one is your favorite member of Maroon Five? Okay, I'm looking at him here. We've got Adam Levine. There's Mickey on the left. We've got a long hair. Oh, black guy! Didn't see that coming. <laughs> and zero curveball. Oh, you know what? I think I like this. Uh, I think I like this guy on the end. Maybe he's uh, this Latino. Is Mickey here? That's Mickey. Yeah. Maybe this guy on the end is Latino. Maybe Mickey's he's the, Mediterranean. Mickey's the solidest looking one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a guy you could count on to bring uh, the coke. <laughs> yeah. <And when laughs> the to cops, the bar. When the cops show up, he'll uh, he'll he'll do some flushing. Uh, I'm gonna say this guy on the far left who might be a Latino, might be a Mediterranean. He's got a lovely uh, olive of, skin. Sort of a swarthy uh, guy. Yeah. I think that's Bingo Goobleman. Oh well, <laughs> is that Bingo? And I guess I'm a Google booster. He is a he is a cutie. He's got sharper features mm-hmm. than some of the other guys. He's my favorite. I'm a I'm a Mickey man. You know what I like about the b- black guy in this picture? Mm-hmm. He looks as surprised to be there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in what? There. What? This I'm is a, in the what? This is a photo shoot for what? Have <laughs> I been time, in that the whole time? I thought this, this was a gap ad. Yeah, it's a Lands End catalog <laughs> yeah. shoot. Mm. Yeah, they're all wearing navy. When they should be wearing maroon. That's they a good be. point. Yeah, they should run with that. Maybe they should change their name to Navy Five. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> let's let's campaign for it. Oh, we're gonna get some angry tweets. Oh boy, let's write a letter. Um, you know who we're gonna get angry tweets from? Fucking Moxie Fruvis fans. That's who. Oh yeah, that that's yeah. I a couple times like alluded to that, and Moxie Fruvis fans. Who boy? Yeah, okay. they don't take it kindly. You're I've on never, the wrong I've side never, of history. Uh, I've never heard of this. Um, it's the dorkiest. I've heard of this horrible man. I know who this horrible man is, and that he is a monster. It, the, Canada in the early nineties had a, had a dork folk revolution mm-hmm. led by the bare naked ladies and crash test oh. dummies. And I guess, yeah. I guess I didn't. I never. Well, I never well, thought you, that that was symptomatic of a like you know, as Nirvana was the breakout act of the <laughs> yeah, Seattle sure. grunge scene, a, a scene that took. Punk aggression uh-huh. and heavy metal musicianship, and fused them together into the sound that we needed. Mm-hmm. Canada so, was leading a yeah, similar. M- Moxie Fruvis was maybe the candle box of dork folk. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, oh boy. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, th- th- these are my thoughts on Moxie Fruvis. Hey, don't people say- at the public radio conference would say like, you know, he's a musician, so he really understands. <laughs> The creative mind. Sure. Um, he's, he's also, look, I got no, no bones with him. He's great. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, don't send Jesse any angry tweets. Send them all to at Dave Shumka. Yeah, thank you, Dave. Yeah. Thanks for taking that. You're the expert. You're the Canadian. Sure. 
Look, I'm just parroting what you say. I and I'll try You to... say Moxie Fruvis, I say Moxie Fruvis. You say Dave Steeb, I say Dave Steeb. Sure. I say Tom Hankey. Yeah. You say Tom <laughs> I say Kelly Gruber. I threw you a curveball there. Oh sure. Third base. Not a splitter or a sinker like Tom Hankey. Yeah, absolutely. Pat Borders. Do <laughs> you want to say anybody from the Toronto Blue Jays? Rance Mullenix. No, thanks. <laughs> it's for the best. That's fine. Yeah. It's not your job. <clears throat> so who, okay, of, so so you got Fruvis, you got the Bare Naked Ladies, who- Crash Test Dummies. Crash Test Dummies. Was that Presidents of the United States of America? They're, they're from Seattle. Oh, okay. That's why they're so grungy? Well, they're, they were post-grunge, weren't they? I don't know. It's hard to say. Well, Forrest Gump came out in 94. Mm-hmm. Lump came out in <laughs> 96. Yeah. And then <laughs> the Weird Al's Gump, Gump came out in 90, 98. I don't know. How does the Arrested Development follow-up album Zingala Maduni fit into this? Because that I have some expertise on. I'm afraid not. We are, mm-hmm. We're guitar music boys here. Got it. <laughs> okay. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Oh, Dave Shumka, uh, the cool member of Moxie Fruvis. <laughs> uh, we got something up on the Jumbotron this week, Jordan. This it's is... a message from Rob and Frank to Casey. Yeah, the message is, we're glad you're going back to school full time, even if we won't see you in the office. You'll do great. Let's get bagels this Friday. Gugus Mungus. Jordan should talk about Sonic fan art. Do you think that that's the that's... new thing about Jumbotrons is they just tell us to repeat things we've done on the show before? <laughs> Have you done Gugus Mungus I don't before? know what Gugus Mungus is. It's a, it's, I think he was dating uh, Ivanka Trump. Yeah. Oh. Or Marla Maples' daughter Trump. Yeah, he's a, sure, he's a, he's a, a, a famous crew rower. Gugus Mungus. <laughs> yeah, he was one of the Mungus twins he, founded Facebook. He rode crew. Went to Dartmouth, I believe. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't have any other thoughts about Sonic fan art other than what I've shared on the show. Uh, you haven't seen any the, new interesting Sonic fan art? I think it, it remains the weirdest fan art on the internet. Although, you know what? It's probably been eclipsed by Minion at this point. Oh. Is Minion fan art? Yeah, it's real weird. What happens in it? Uh, minions just get reappropriated into... Everything. So, I mean, you have your standard minions fucking each other, minions fucking Gru. <laughs> Who's uh, Gru? Uh, Gru is their boss. Oh, Steve Carell? Steve Carell. Okay. Uh, but then you just have them. I thought Gru was like a cartoon strip Viking. I think you're thinking of Hagar. Okay. The Horrible. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So the aptly named yeah. Hagar the and Horrible. And then they have minions fucking Steve but Carell from the, the, the <laughs> Yeah, the, the Office. The Office. Yeah. I couldn't remember the the finance movie name. Oh uh, the, big the big short. short. Yeah. Uh that's what that, I call my pony's hey, dick. <laughs> you know what? If I was if I was gonna describe uh the big short, I'd describe it as some finance guys fucking the little guy. That's me. Mm-hmm. 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 And uh, I liked it. Yeah. Oh, good. A lot of fun. Thank I, I you, fine, thank you finance it. man. <laughs> they were sensitive lovers. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I wasn't following it, but I got to love those period-appropriate music cues. Even though I didn't know what was going on, I definitely recognized those songs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is there any... So what else about Minions? 
Uh, so yeah, so because the, the weirdest thing about the Sonic stuff, if I recall, there's mm-hmm. sex stuff, but then there's also Christianity. There's stuff. also Christianity, yes. Uh, min- minions can just do anything. Min- you can put a minion saying 9/11 was an inside job. Uh-huh. You can make a minion saying uh, uh, the moon landing was fake. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can make. But I've also seen a minion holding up a sign that says "Honk if you suck dick." <laughs> <laughs> you, you've seen that on the internet or on Not the, the interstate? Internet, I wish. <laughs> oh, man, I would have honked. <laughs> Which superhighway did you see that this on? the information. Uh, the information, information superhighway. Hey, I just want to say a happy 25th birthday to the first webpage. Oh. Oh, thank you very much on behalf of that webpage I'm speaking. I'm It's spokesperson yeah. here on the podcast. I, I only read the headline. I don't remember what the webpage was. Mm-hmm. Didn't see, but... Uh, Hey, uh, keep it up. It was probably the Space Jam. <laughs> yeah, the Space Jam website or Hamster Dance. One of the two. Um, Jordan, I have a question. Yes. Can minions melt steel beams? Uh, no. Nothing can. Yeah, loose change. Mm-hmm. Loose change, Search Dave. it on YouTube. Search for loose change on YouTube, Dave. I think it's going to give you a whole new perspective mm-hmm. on the minions. <laughs> 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 the whole Despicable Me franchise. Mm-hmm. The whole thing. Soup to nuts. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, the voice of the millennial generation. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Dave Shumka. Uh, Goog Googer. <laughs> hey, God. what was the last one? The guy, the guy, uh, Mungus, Gugus Mungus, Gugus Mungus. Yeah, that sounds like someone who might be in Guar. Oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like somebody who's definitely in yeah. Guar. Um, I want to mention something before we get into momentous occasions, mm. which don't worry. Guys. I just want to mention Guar. What is it good for? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely nothing. <laughs> Sara de Grun. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Can you guys say it again? <laughs> Um, I, uh, I just want to mention, uh, I am headed out on tour in a couple of weeks, uh, with, uh, our friend John Hodgman for a Judge John Hodgman tour of the Northeast. Most of those shows are sold out except for Portland, Maine. I think there are tickets left, but then me and a few other Max Fun shows are going to be at the London Podcast Festival in London, England. So there's going to be, uh, two Judge John Hodgmans. There is going to be a Beef and Dairy Network podcast. There is going to be an International Waters with our friend Dave Holmes and many special guests. And there is going to be a Bullseye with Jesse Thorne that will feature – I'm Jesse Thorne, Dave. Mm. Um, And that will feature our friend Josie Long, past Jordan Jesse Go guest. Josie Long is going to do a set on the show and an interview with Armando Iannucci. The Nooch. The Nooch, the creator of uh, Veep. And the thick of it, and in the loop, and many other great things. One of the funniest, smartest guys there is, plus other guests to be announced. <clears throat> um, I think we have sold all of 10 tickets or something for that show, so please get your tickets now. And if you know somebody who lives in England, uh, let them know that while they don't know who I am, almost certainly they may vaguely recognize the Nooch. So, Gotta love the Nooch. All those tickets information online at MaximumFun.org. Uh, when something momentous happens to you, like you have a chance to see your podcasting godhead, Jesse Thorne, talk with the greatest television creator of all time, Armando Iannucci, at King's Place in London in late September. 
We ask that you call us at 206-984-4FUN. You'll get 10 calls. <laughs> <laughs> For our segment, Momentous. I think the Queen's going to come. Oh, I heard that mm. Pippa bought tickets. Oh, that dead ass. <laughs> <laughs> I had to correct myself from saying that. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, 206-984-4FUN is the number to call. Let's take our first call. Hi, this is Hunter in Seattle calling in a momentous occasion. Um, bear with me, this is going to sound like a local local story, but I promised there was a payoff. I was walking alongside a park that uh, verges on a wooded area. Uh, saw a guy on a skateboard approaching, doing that thing where they ride a skateboard while getting pulled along by a large dog. Hold um, on, press pause. Keep- Christian, press pause. My concern here is this sounds like just another yokel local local yokel story. I know. I mean, mm-hmm. he. I'm glad we got the assurance because I would shut this down. I mean, it does have one point of differentiation, mm-hmm. which is it sounds like a yokel local local yokel mm-hmm. story that's been called from inside, like a, <laughs> yeah, it's called like a grain on. silo. Yeah. Well, maybe that's where it's headed. <laughs> okay, it was on the edge of a wooded area. Whenever I see here the edge of a wooded area. He's going to find a dead body. Well, I, yeah. I would love Or that. some porno mags. Okay. <laughs> some sweet mags. I think either way, it'll really add a little color to this situation. Mm-hmm. Okay. Pr- press play, Christian. I got on a skateboard approaching, doing that thing where they ride a skateboard while getting pulled along by a large dog. Um, just as he's coming up towards me, a uh, small rabbit hopped out of the woods in the, uh, alongside the park. The dog caught a glimpse of that rabbit, took a beeline for the uh, rabbit, and pulled the guy off the sidewalk and he went flying. I don't think anyone was hurt, so I can laugh at it. So it was a pretty magic moment. Have a good day. I'm so glad that he managed to book some time on the one telephone line out of Antarctica <laughs> to call us with yeah, that. Yeah, he was managed to crank it up just enough to where he got enough energy to place that call. I think I hear a ghost. Yeah. That's pretty good. I mean, that'll show that guy to be a colorful character that everyone recognizes. Yeah. Yeah. And it'll show that rabbit. I'm sure the dog got it. I should hope so. Dagnabbit. I Dogs hope... always catch the rabbit. I hope mm-hmm. everyone involved was hurt in some way. Yeah. Dog, mm-hmm. man, the dog, rabbit. I hope, I hope the dog was okay. Yeah, skateboard. Mm-hmm. hope the skateboard <laughs> Sidewalk. lost a grip. I hear tape. Batmobile lost its wheel. <laughs> <laughs> That's the reason that the Joker is still at large to this day. I mean, it happened around Christmas time. That's why we sing it to that melody. <laughs> the Batmobile yeah. lost, lost its wheel, and that's the reason why the, the Joker, Joker is still, still at large, large today. to this day. Let's take another call. Hey, George Jesse, guest. Um, momentous occasion for me today. Uh, I... Uh, I have a lovely wife. My lovely wife is wonderfully pregnant, and that's that's exciting. Can you pause this? Can you pause this for a second? Again, I hate picking on the callers, mm-hmm. Dave. That's not why I do this, isn't it? It's the last thing we want. I want to celebrate these callers. These mm-hmm. people. These are my people. I am their podcast godhead. Uh-huh. Okay, I am celebrating these people and everything that they bring to bring to the program. Dave, your wife Abby. She's with child. My wife, Teresa. She was child. So what's she, the she, big she, fucking deal about wait, how great your pregnant wife is? Teresa pregnant again? Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. You didn't know that? No. Oh, I'm sorry, Jordan. <laughs> I genuinely didn't mean to tell you in this context. No, that's okay. I mean, where, where better? 
Yeah, Teresa. How far pregnant. along is she? She's a few months. She's a few months along, and mm-hmm. uh, she's due in late February, early March. Oh, congratulations! They're right to in there. You guys and your expanding families. Yeah. Thank you. Not the caller though. I can't help but notice Dave's expanded since the last time we saw him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he do some crunches, buddy. I gotta love those milkshakes. <laughs> you do gotta love those. <laughs> uh, I'm definitely fatter than Dave. Um, what I was going to say is that it's not that great that this guy's got a girlfriend that he's in love mm-hmm. with or a wife that he's in love with or whatever, and she's pregnant. It's so fabulous. Mm-hmm. So just ease off the throttle a little bit, guy. Like, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying if me and Dave Shumka can knock chicks up, mm-hmm. it's not <laughs> what that special. What hope the rest of you have? <laughs> <laughs> okay, pr- press play again, Christian. My lovely wife is wonderfully pregnant, and that's that's exciting. Unfortunately, beautiful pregnant wife is a bad phone. What the fuck? Get a better phone. Did he just get attacked by a ghost? No, he just had some burps. Too many milkshakes. Is our phone line being tapped? Is that what's going on here? Everyone, get better phones. Yeah. Get a no. I don't care if you got the latest. Android. Call from the office. Call mm-hmm. from call from a landline. Mm-hmm. Call from a land. Put twenty five cents in a payphone. You got it. Sounds like you're calling from a land party. Yeah. <laughs> Which is the Everybody's worst place to make a playing descent. Yeah. <laughs> Together. Doom two. Yeah. Okay. Press play. The message of being poked with things than she at one time was. How we done to this guy? Um, Go back, because I cannot even fucking follow this. I think he's asking his wife something instead of letting her speak for herself. Why does he keep stopping and starting? (laughs) She didn't call on her own momentous occasion. Yeah, why does he stop for like a minute and then pick up after like 30? It makes the whole thing difficult to follow. I guess he's just excited about new life or whatever. Mm -hmm. Go back to the beginning. Go back to the first caller. <laughs> Go back to basics. Question. Yes. Um, momentous occasion for me today. Uh, I uh, have a lovely wife. My lovely wife is wonderfully pregnant, and that's that's exciting. And oh, 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 oh. Unfortunately, beautiful pregnant wife is uh, less interested in being poked with things than she at one time was. How we done to this? Guy? Um. Fortunately, she still likes to. Uh, Poking me, and in honor of anal August, uh, we were having some uh, attention to my prostate and a very uh, nice, firm-handed reach around to go with it, and lo and behold, uh, she accidentally smashed one of my testicles back up into my abdomen, and I, I was, uh, didn't learn about this until after the fact, and uh, I couldn't, just couldn't find one. I came to terms with the fact that, oh, this this is just my life now, this is Two and a half days ago, I said, "Well, I'm, I'm just <laughs> down the testicle. Where am my tummy?" Um, and it has just redescended. Um, oh, get him, get him, get him! Thank I'll God, there's a happy ending for, to this uh, heroin tale. I had tale. lost and found again. The prodigal ball has returned. I love what you do. I, I, I love this stuff. Hey, man, we love what you do, and we love this stuff too, buddy. That I'm I, so happy for your ball. I apologize. I yeah. now it's understandable. Sure, <laughs> why he yeah. was, uh, was talking like something traumatic had happened. Mm-hmm. Wow. 
I wow. St- I still think this was her story to tell. Mm, yeah, this is her. You know what? I call I call the whole subject her story. Mm-hmm. Mm, sure, yes. that's what I got my bachelor's degree in. Uh-huh. You see Santa Cruz. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you know, I would have loved to have heard it. You know, as opposed to just yelling at her for the details. Is that right? Was it my testicle? What just? Hey, what were you doing? Were you in my butt? <laughs> you know what? I'd like to hear. I'd like to hear this whole call Rashomon style. Mm. So we hear it from him. Sure. We hear it from her. We hear it from the ball. Yeah. We hear it from the unborn child. I I, I think that would have a lot of uh, fun with perspective there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um. Did you know that could happen? <laughs> Your ball could go yeah. inside you. I mean, Not I, really. Where does is it an extreme cold go? Uh, where does it go? I guess it maybe just was into the into the perched, pelvic bone, perched yeah? up there on the bone. Yeah, it's just it's just like that day in college where you perch sat on the roof, perch on the bone. Can I tell you the truth? Perch on the bone, guys. This is the last thing I would want to have happen to me. Hmm. But, <laughs> but Jesse, yeah. I mean. I wouldn't care for it. No? That doesn't sound like fun. How to get up in there? Where's it going? Gotta gotta get up to get down. Mm -hmm. That's Coolio. (laughs) You know what, though? His wife really does sound wonderfully pregnant. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She's a cool lady. Yeah. Getting her hands dirty. And, you know. Mixing it up. Sure. (laughs) Yeah. Good for her. Good for him. It's a a mitzvah. Sure. Good for that baby who's going to clearly... As Ivanka Trump and her husband would say. Right. Sure, yes. I congratulate all of them. Yeah, and Ivanka. I really need some time to process this. Yeah, that was a I'm lot. I'm still a little gobsmacked, mm-hmm. which is, by the way, the technical term for what happened to The ball to goes him. up inside. Sure, yeah. A bone. <laughs> <laughs> if you've got a momentous occasion for you, it doesn't have to be that harrowing. 206 984 for fun. Like, let's say you just sold Bingo Goobleman some blow. Mm-hmm. And give us a call. Yeah, let us know how much blow. Yeah, what, what kind of blow does social Bingo Goobleman like? Is he like blow, a cut, uncut? I don't know if blow has strains, but maybe. Does he like that sticky, icky that, blow? Yeah, yeah, that OG, well, OG. I know there's Bolivian marching powder. Mm. And I know that there's that yayo. Uh-huh. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, uh, what else is there? Oh, there's that booger sugar. <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> Rowdy powder. <laughs> so many different kinds of blow. nose candy. Yeah, uh, pixie stick <laughs> for your for your, your nostril yeah. Busey's party favors. <laughs> cocaine. Yeah, sure. powder cocaine. And of yeah. course, Andy Dick's assistant. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. La, 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 la. Mugs, shirts, stickers, patches, tanks, and more are yours for the purchasing at MaxFunStore.com. Hey, you already love the podcasts, so why not take this to the next level and outfit your home and bod with our merch? MaxFunStore.com. Because if you have to wear a shirt, it should be one of ours. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Dave Shumka, Moxity Fruvity. Well, Dave, how kind of your beautifully, radiantly pregnant wife, mm-hmm. Abby. She's wonderfully pregnant. It was. If you know what I mean. To sh- <laughs> oh, I do. To baby. share you with us mm-hmm. for this evening's podcast recording. 
Yeah, she's a she's a, a wise and kind wife. We are so grateful to have you here. And I'm grateful to be here. I okay. Jordan, I'm gonna I'm gonna level with you. Please. Dave, you don't have to listen mm-hmm. to this. I own <laughs> MaximumFun.org. Mm-hmm. You know that. Mm-hmm. We've got 30 shows. Mm-hmm. For the most part, I don't listen to these shows. Nah. I don't like podcasts. No. I, why a bunch would of I, yakking. Why would I listen to podcasts when I can watch Hillbilly Handfishing? <laughs> sure. But I'll say this. Every week, I listen to Stop Podcasting mm-hmm. Yourself. It's my favorite podcast. I laugh so hard every week. My wife resents it mm-hmm. because I just all I want to talk to her about, uh, talk to uh, with her, talk with her about, is a funny thing that Dave and Graham said. Uh, it is like it is such a lovely comfort show because they're such kind and decent guys, mm-hmm. except sometimes for Dave and. Come at me, Moxie Fruvis fans. <laughs> it is. And it is just one of the funniest things. And if you like to, I bet there are a lot of Jordan Jesse Go fans out there who have not yet. Though We have tons of fans in common. But I think there are probably a lot of Jordan Jesse Go fans out there who haven't yet listened to Stop Podcasting Yourself or haven't given it a couple of listens because they listened once. They're like, this is, show's weird. They're from Canada. Mm. Or whatever. They, they say words wrong. They haven't mentioned The Grove once. <laughs> <laughs> What's playing at the Arclight? <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, if you like Jordan Jesse Go, you're going to love uh, Stop Podcasting Yourself. Jesse, which is like, that, that's very kind of you. Yeah. And I want to return that uh, compliment to the Doughboys. <laughs> oh, those guys yeah. are the best. The Doughboys are really funny. Speaking of, yeah, I just got a text from Nick uh-huh. Weiger. From Nick Weiger of the Doughboys? Yeah. So something we like to laugh at. This is very exciting. Something that we like to talk about is like a guy who has a shirt that says "Dump them out." What? what it's like that? about a woman's boobs. <laughs> what? You know, like a dirt bag, like a scumbag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Says, oh no, I, I get hey, wait, the guy. Is this a hypothetical? No, or? this is a real shirt you could get. This is. Oh, that's what I wore when, when I was seven. Yeah. Dump them out. It's a duck encouraging women to dump them out. That was one of Urkel's catchphrases. Mine said CNC Surf Factory or whatever that was. You're confusing the the music and surf factories. (laughs) Got it. Uh, He says, I found a variant of dump them out. It's a shirt that says, I like them dropped. And it's a woman with her pants down. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) What the fuck is that? It's really good. I'm what are you t- saying to Nick? That's really good. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, the reason, the real mm-hmm. reason I'm in town is mm-hmm. to poach some feral podcasts. Ooh, Ooh. got to get those ferals. Got to go poacheroo. Yeah. That's just the way I was raised. <laughs> You're a poacher son through and through. <laughs> your, your dad would sneak onto a game reserve mm-hmm. and kill elk. Kill Cecil the podcast. But you <laughs> will <laughs> visit Los Angeles. Uh-huh. And try and snatch Allie in Georgia. Sure. Gonna, I know your game. Yeah, I'm going to get those, that murder show that I can't listen to because it's too scary. Yeah, it sounds a little bit scary. Anyway. It's about murders? Yeah. What's that one? I forget. My, uh, my Favorite Murder. Mm. It's called. I'm scared already. Karen Kilgariff. Oh. Karen Kilgariff was that? Yeah. I'm terrified. And Allie or Georgia. Mm-hmm. And they talk about their favorite murders. But too many kid ones. Mm. 
Tough on the old dad Rooney. Sure, hearing about bathtub drowned children. Yeah, I That's feel usually like, where it happens. I feel like one of the only things that I hate as much as I love Karen Kilgariff is probably murder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hate murder. Against it. I stand, I, that hashtag I stand against murder. Very brave. Very brave. Thank you very much. Thank you, Dave. You're welcome. Just to. like every woman. Well, not all women. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> uh, well, we've had a lot of fun here. Yeah. Uh, Dave's show is called Stop Podcasting Yourself. I also want to make a, a side plug here. Mm-hmm. As long as Dave's here. Dave and Graham. call a lateral plug. Our friends Dave and Graham, who are the hosts of Stop Podcasting Yourself, have another podcast. It's called Our Debut Album. And on this show, Dave and Graham and sometimes a guest, uh, like a nice Canadian guy usually. (laughs) Yeah, usually a member of Moxie Proofus. Yeah. Uh, they sit together. They got a guitar, right? No, it's all some form of drum or squeeze box. Would Would Moxie Proofus' discography meet... Your standard of ween or less no, jokey. No, it's more jokey than ween. Mm. There you go. Yeah. So Dave and Graham sit down in an hour. They have to write an entire song. Mm-hmm. And then my favorite part is when they're like narrating along at the end about the recording of it. And they're like, ooh, and then we recorded the vocals. La, 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 la. Then I did the bass. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> yeah, we did it. <laughs> By the way. It's a real radio all, doc. All the... All of the songs that they write are to the tune of Hot Rod Lincoln. <laughs> no, we just do the major scale. Yeah, you don't want to go off into those other scales. Oh, no, yeah. Who needs them? Anyway, it's a once a month show, and then they put the song up for sale, mm-hmm. which is, by the way, is why it's not a Max Fun. They're, they're love. We would be more than welcome to make a Max Fun show, but they want to try making a different kind of money. Yeah. Selling the songs. Yeah. Uh, and. Uh, that show is also a fucking delight. And it's once a month. It doesn't take too much of your time. It's like your period. Exactly. <laughs> it is a it but is fun. Yeah. It is my period Instead has been gross lately, but <laughs> I'm yes. just kidding women. I think you are all very brave and your yeah. menses are beautiful. <laughs> boom, 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 well, boom, except boom, those boom, of you who are beautifully boom, boom, pregnant. Yeah. Then no menses. No menses. But you have a different kind of beauty yeah. and bravery. There might be you some spotting, it. but you should probably talk to your medical professional, be they a midwife, a doula, uh, an OBGYN. Calling sure. a doula a medical professional is maybe a stretch. I guess that's not right. That's why I hesitated. After. They're more of a yoga ball professional. Yeah, sure. Someone who owns crystals. I'm pro doula. You pro doula? I have nothing against doulas. Are you doulaing up again? No, nah, we never doulaed. We midwived. You did? We midwived. Oh, well, if you're midwife, you're all set. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A midwife, that's like a medical doula. Exactly. Yeah, my. I'm not trying to brag here, Jordan. Mm. You know that I hate bragging. Sure. My aunt Claudia recently upgraded from doula to midwife. Oh, that's a that's a step up? Yeah, now she's a doula and a midwife. Panties to the good. ceiling. Sure. Do you think uh, uh, the show Doogie Howser, M.D. would have been better if he was a 13-year-old midwife? <laughs> yes. yes. Unequivocally, yes. And it was just another episode about kegels. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, Duke, you got some placenta on your hand. I'm his friend. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, that, Duke. Vinny Delpino. Yeah. Isn't that what that show called The Midwife is about? Um, yes. It's about a 13-year-old <laughs> blonde boy. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, our debut album is Dave's other show, but most importantly, you should check out Sub Podcasting. There's over 400 episodes. I'm just going to tell you one episode to listen to. Yeah, 389. What's that? That was Alicia Tobin, and it was uh, it made some best of lists last year. Hey. Alicia Tobin's one of the mm-hmm. most delightful. If you're afraid, 
if you're afraid because you you don't know that you don't already know that Alicia Tobin's a legendary stop podcasting yourself repeat guest, I would say you probably listen to every fucking podcast that Paul F. Tompkins guest appears on, and you know who loves stop podcasting yourself and actually listens to it and appears on it as a guest. Paul F. Fucking Tompkins, the, the funniest man in the world. This is the hard sell, guys. Except Now's possibly the time for Andy Daly to get in, get in on this eight-year-old show. <laughs> yeah. It is. If, this is the time. I'm, if I, not now, when? I'm shocked that numbers keep going up, that people are like, I'm going to listen to all 400. Dave, listen to me here right now, okay? This is your moment. Mm-hmm. Your moment? Hmm. You, you and this day are appearing on the only two other successful podcasts with no format. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> the only two shows left. That's right. Doing something that people are actively contemptuous of <laughs> and almost succeeding. Yeah, the thing that people have always made fun of podcasts for. <laughs> just white guys talking about nothing. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> We've soldiered on mm-hmm. despite... Here's to us. Yes. Whites. We're here whites. for the Coldplay whites. concert. Whites. No, maybe let's not cheer, cheer, chant whites. <laughs> I used to rule the world. <laughs> Coldplay. I used to talk with other whites. <laughs> we discussed what talk happened about on Chardonnay. Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, we remember Nintendo games. We can't stop remembering that. And then we talk about superhero movies, <laughs> and we think we've outgrown that. Mm-hmm. Guys, no. I don't improvise <laughs> or sing. Well, well, okay then. Uh, uh, play the ending of the show. <laughs> yeah, I guess this will end the show then. Christian Duenas on the boards this week. Brian Fernandez, our producer in London, England. We are, of course, on Reddit. dot com. Uh, where Sometimes there is, uh... people send food in the mail <laughs> from other countries, and we eat it on air. Um, uh, we're on Facebook. Uh, join the Maximum Fun group and we like Jordan, Jesse, Joe. Inside jokes. <laughs> they're hard to. That's nah, okay. I was going to say they're hard to explain to your friends, but I couldn't get it in the Coldplay meter. Anyway, uh, what are we hash, talking about? Hashtag JJGo on Twitter, um, and of course, uh, check us out. We're on tour right now. Um, just go to uh, LiveNation.com, type in Coldplay. <laughs> yeah. Get at us. And holler at us. Uh, we'll talk to you next week on Jordan Jesse Go. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.